0: Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hey, welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're continuing on part two of the expectations of a strong team. Last week, we talked about five things that's expected of a strong team and examples of some of them. Today, we're going to talk about the last five uh, expectations of a strong team. So, The first one or number six is they have confidence in each other and their company and leadership. They have confidence in each other. You see, you can't be successful as a team if you don't have confidence in each other and your company. And I say company, I mean, basically the company is the leadership, the company. Your company stands for something. And you should be proud of it. You should have confidence in it. So, they place belief, um, strong belief, in their coworkers. They they work well together. They jive. They mesh well. Uh, they're not stabbing each other in the back. They they have be- strong belief in each other. They improve each other's performance and they stay more motivated than the average team. We're talking about strong teams, the expectation of a strong team. So they improve each other's performance and they're more likely to stay more motivated than the average team. And the leaders model confidence in themselves and in their team, in others. So the leaders are confident. They're they're confident leaders. And in many cases, they started this thing. They started with confidence. When they, when they built this from nothing, they started with confidence. And these strong team companies invest more in training than any other average company. They want their team to be the best. They want their team to be knowledgeable in their industry and in their market and they lead these these strong teams lead in new ways and and in creativity they lead and to them problems are just opportunities they're just opportunities They don't get stuck in the muck like I talked about before. They're opportunities. And they look at each problem as an opportunity and they deal with it and they conquer it. They make it better than it was before. They are in it for the long haul, not the short run, not the instant gratification. Strong teams know they are in it for the long haul. They're not in it for the short run. They don't don't worry about the short run. They worry about, they're focused, rather, on the long haul. Where are we going to be in a year? Six months, a year. Not not necessarily today. Uh, Today's great, but... Strong teams are in it for the long haul. And then we have number seven. They have team players and there's no room for individuals. So the expectations of a strong team is to have team players. There's no room for individuals. They, they accept uh, team decisions they accept that. The average company does not accept team decisions. The average company is looking for one person in management to make the decision and they're not, they're not going to run with just team decisions. But strong companies do. And they adapt to role changes and they're all trainers in some form or fashion. So when a new team member comes in they're all on board to train this person the right way, the way. And and, and here, it's the McAfee way. We want, we want to train people the McAfee way. Because we know when they, they get used to this way, they'll never go back. And I've said before, even if they leave McAfee, at least they know the way. We've, we've brought people in here from scratch that that knew very little about heating and air conditioning, and we've trained them to be some of the best in the industry. And you know what they do with it, if they happen to leave here is up to them, but they have been taught the right way. They know the way. It's like a child leaving the home when they turn 18 or 21, or nowadays 26, whatever it is, 30. Um, they know the way. If they've been taught properly in the home, they know the way. What they do from there is entirely up to them. So they align with each other's individually and the group goals. And they hit the goal as a team. So it's always a win-win. It's always a win-win. It's And, and sometimes it's a win-win-win. It's a win for the individual. It's a win for the customer. Uh, and it's a win for the company. It's a win-win-win. So they align individually, and with the group goals. And these strong teams provide opportunities. Every every team member provides opportunities. And they're not looked down upon just because they've only been with the the company for three months. They're, They're actually looked upon for... Creativity and what do you think about this? You've only been here a short time. What could we do differently on this? Or what do you see that we could tweak on this? So they provide opportunity to a team. Individuals of a team provide opportunity. New people, opportunity. Talking to customers, opportunity. All right, they're also good with shared ownership of ideas. They're, there's not an, a big ego in a strong team. They're, they're good with change and, and they stay motivated more. Like I said earlier, they're more motivated. Um, they're okay with shared ownership for ideas. No, nobody has to fight for it was my idea. If it's going to help the team, they share ownership and move on. Number eight, strong teams are constantly improving. And the Japanese word for constantly improving is Kaizen. K-A-I-Z-E-N. It's a key to to Japan's competitive success. At one time, General Motors was the monster of automakers. At one time, Toyota excelled and passed GM. And the reason they did that, if you read the book, The Toyota Way, there's two books on the Toyota Way, part one, part two. It's all about Kaizen. It was a key to Japan's competitive success. And it took place in, in a personal life, They knew that if a personal life would come together, then it would make a better working life. It was for a home life because they knew if home life was better, then working life would be better. And we have proven here at our little company that the majority of problems at work start at home. If a spouse thinks you're working too much and you're complaining about it at home, it's going to spread over into work and it's just going to be a problem. And many times it doesn't work out. That, that's a fact. I've been doing this 33 years. I've watched it over and over and over. So, again, if we can get in front of it and we can prepare the family uh, for the busier times and for the overtime, we have a better chance. But also with Kaizen, they've got, they focused on the personal life, the home life, and the social life. And then the working life. So if they get all those three—the personal life, the home life, and the social life—in better order, it would make for a much better team at work. And number nine, a strong team adapts to change, and they do it quickly. There's no fighting change. There's no, um, and, and change is not easy. That's not what I mean. And, and we all know that change is never easy unless it was your idea. Then you try to make it easy. Uh, But they adapt to change and they do it quickly. Because underneath that, they they fine-tune attitudes. Strong teams fine-tune attitudes on a regular basis. And we all know that attitudes are contagious, both good and bad. So they focus... In order to adapt to change and do it quickly... They have to first fine-tune attitudes. And then they also, underneath the adapt to change and quickly, they have a sense of urgency. The sense of urgency is taught and caught at a strong team company. And they also are very adaptable. A strong team is very adaptable, more adaptable than your average company. There's no no perfect, quote, company, and there's no perfect strong team. But what we're saying here is a strong team are much more adaptable than an average team. They actually model it. It's a can-do, not a can't-do. And they focus on that. So they're very adaptable. And they also... In order to adapt to change quickly, they have to embrace innovation, and innovation is coming out with you know better ideas than the competitor, and they're innovating. They're actually constantly innovating, and if you're constantly innovating, you're going to get used to change, and you're going to get used to doing it quickly. And then they also practice coming up with new ideas to solve problems. So they actually practice it. You know, we can't, we've never been good at anything that we didn't practice a lot. Growing up with sports, you know, if you didn't practice in baseball, hitting the ball, you were less likely to hit the ball in a game. And if you didn't practice uh, shooting baskets, you were less likely to shoot, make a basket in a game and so on and so on and so on. so they practice coming up with new ideas. We practice just about everything we do here at McAfee. We, we practice selling. We practice closing. We practice coming up with new ideas. We practice walking to a customer's door. We practice how to answer a phone. We, we practice uh, just about everything. We practice leadership skills. So if you want to get good at something, you've got to practice it. And that's what we try to do at McAfee is practice it. So practicing coming up with new ideas and solving problems, we give new employees a problem and we have them solve it. That's practice. So when they do run into it out in the field, they're prepared to solve the problem and not just make multiple texts or phone calls for an answer. Okay. Speaking of that, the last one, number 10 is strong teams have more freedom to make the best decision for the customer. So if we're practicing it in house, they're more likely to be able to have the freedom to make the best decision in front of a customer. And with that, they have a level of decisions that they're allowed to make uh, for a customer without asking management. So if we give, if there's 10, if there's 10 ways, you know, to solve this problem, we allow them to use four out of the 10. You can use these four ways. Now, if these four ways don't solve the problem, then you can call a manager. But at least you've got four ways in your arsenal to use in case you run into a problem. And that seems to work very well. We we do that uh, we also do that in, in sales. In order to close a sale, the comfort advisor has um, two or three things they can use to close the sale, especially if it has to do with price. They know what kind of discount they're um, given permission to use. Anything above that, then they have to go through management. So it free it's freeing because the average company has zero to work with. They're just told, call a manager. If you run into this, call a manager. We'd, we'd rather give you a little bit of ammo to use for you to solve the problem instead of constantly calling a manager. And that's what strong teams do, by the way. Also, they know that solving a customer's problem is easier in the initial stages rather than waiting and procrastinating and making that problem grow bigger. Uh, strong teams also know that they are more flexible and they can change according to a customer's need. So if the customer's need has changed, then they're flexible enough to be able to handle it and, and solve the problem. And lastly, from the strong teams having more freedom to make the best decision, they're, they're accountable for their own actions. And they realize that. We hold people accountable for their actions. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a mean thing. That's a responsible thing. And a strong team have responsible players, responsible team members. So they're accountable for their own actions. So this was another five things that will help you know what to expect building a strong team uh, from having confidence in each other and the company, having team players, there's no I in team, no individuals, having strong teams that are constantly approving, remember Kaizen, adapting to change quickly, and then of course strong teams have more freedom to make the best decision for the customer. And that's and that's what we at McAfee try to adopt the majority of these things, fine-tune them, practice them, make them work, and continue to grow and lead in our market. So I hope it helps I hope this helps you do the same thing. Before we wrap up, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. I'll do my best to keep challenging you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week. And I'll be talking about business, helping you grow, helping you market better, helping you brand better, helping you lead better, and all those types of things. Thanks for listening. And as always, Carry on, God bless, and have a great day.